The Ambitious Mum, the podcast about ambition, motherhood and everything in between. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Ambitious Mum. Wow, it's been a while. And the good news is this is a bonus episode, but the less good news is that this is actually going to be my last episode at this podcast. But don't fear, I am going to be bringing you with me to my next project. And this is what I wanted to come and talk to you about because I felt a little bit guilty, if I'm honest, that I kind of just left the ambitious mum back in, I think it was the beginning of the summer. I think it was my last recorded episode. And I wanted to just tell you a little bit about where I've been, but also where I'm going and give you the opportunity to come with me if it's something that you feel aligned with. So back in, I think it was June, I recorded the last um, episode of The Ambitious Mum. And as you know, if you have been a regular listener, that I have absolutely loved every second of recording The Ambitious Mum. I've loved speaking to all the guests. I've grown so much from just having these conversations and I know how much they resonated with me and many of you as well. I'm delighted to have seen the way the ambitious mum grew from a very small seed of an idea a couple of years ago when I thought I wanted to share my ideas, I wanted to learn more from other people and after having a conversation with a friend, she just said, why don't you start a podcast? And from then, it just happened. It happened very quickly. I'm a very quick, curious learner. And I bought the microphone, the equipment. I had a one hour start your own podcast session with um, someone who was brilliant. And she gave me all the, the tips and tools that I needed to start a very organic podcast. And that's what I thought I was going to be starting. I didn't realize it was going to be almost a bit of a spiritual journey for me. It was definitely going to be sort of a self-development journey. And from being in that space and opening up to different guests, and I think from the very beginning of The Ambitious Mum, I knew I wanted to speak to other women who perhaps were also mothers, but also had this desire to learn more about themselves, maybe unpick what went wrong in the past and and women who have pretty much found new ways of thinking, different mindsets to start a new journey and be okay and accepting of what they've gone through, the process and also where they're up to now. And I definitely have reached a point where the ambitious mum did everything it needed to do for me because if you listen to some episodes I think it's about five episodes you know from from the last and I got diagnosed with ADHD now I'm not going to go through the whole story because I did mention it in one of my episodes but in a nutshell it was over the pandemic And my daughter was being assessed and I realised that when I looked at all the symptoms of my daughter, of what she was struggling with at school, that so many of these symptoms I had also struggled with at school, but also had, they'd manifested differently as I got older. I had always thought there was something different going on with me. I knew that there was something going on that I couldn't explain and that perhaps was one of the reasons why I started the podcast The Ambitious Mum because I was ambitious. I had this internal driver, this motor to keep learning and keep 
delving into new things and trying new things and this curiosity. And I felt that it was never, um, it was just, I felt like I could never quite get there. It was never, things were just never enough. I always felt like I was needing to do more. And that's quite an anxious, restless place to be. But the ambitious mum, speaking to the guests, being able to vent, you know, in my solo episodes was such a cathartic place for me because it allowed me to delve into that curiosity. It allowed me to recognise where I wanted to learn more, what things piqued my interest, what things didn't as well, which was a great learning tool because I kind of knew in my gut, definitely in my intuition, that there were certain topics I just wasn't interested in. And I apologise for my listeners if you did want to hear some of those topics, but I was very clear in my direction that I was going to just speak to the people and talk about the things that would interest me and would hopefully interest others. And actually through that journey, I definitely tapped into a more spiritual side of me, which has stayed and has been a a main part of my coaching journey with my clients now. I trained throughout the, the process in emotional freedom technique and very proud of myself to say that I got the practitioner status at the end of last year which was something that I really wanted to achieve because that gave me that stamp of approval, probably from myself, that validation that I am doing well, I am okay. And the journey and the process that I'm taking is is for me. And I'm not saying I'm very much on this page that I think we're always in, in process. You don't ever get to an end result. And the ambitious mum, I think definitely has kind of, highlighted that to me that it took me to a certain point and then I got to a point and I was like you know what this is okay for now I'm going to start with something new so my ADHD diagnosis was actually a massive turning point in my career in my private life in my relationships it answered so many questions that it's been such a positive thing And even though many of the things, the traits and the symptoms that I've felt all my life, such as, um, I would say, definitely low-lying anxiety, sort of a hypervigilance, never feeling quite settled, very restless, having a, always being on the back foot, always thinking I'm about to make a mistake. I know that attention to detail is definitely not my forte, but also really helps me because even though I do have perfectionist tendencies and that can kind of make me spiral, which is also a very female ADHD trait, I'm also quite good at putting things out there which I know aren't perfect, but are just good enough because I just want to get it out there. Maybe it's impatience. So there's so many elements of my ADHD that I'm grateful for, really, really grateful for, especially the curiosity, the willingness to learn, that internal motor that keeps me going, often drains me emotionally, physically drains me, but it also keeps me going, moves me to the next goalpost. And that's what's taken me onto the next stage of my career, that I was coaching women who I didn't know perhaps were ADHD, but I was um, attracting women who were very similar to me, very much a busy mothers, often feeling overwhelmed, anxious, perhaps sleep was, you know, was a problem. They would suffer from different moods throughout the month. And I would definitely say overwhelm was something that just kept coming back because that's what I was experiencing. That no matter whatever I did, 
I still felt this sort of presence of overwhelm that my heart was always going a little bit quicker. And that's why I turned to EFT because EFT was one of those things that tapping that really calmed my mind, my body and my nervous system. And I noticed that with my clients that they'd come to me and we'd talk and we'd do the coaching and it would be really, really helpful. But I could still feel this presence of, oh my God, there's so much to do. I'm never, I haven't got enough time. Um, I've got so many different ideas and thoughts and things that I want to do and different demands and expectations. But I just don't know how to get out of this state. And that's where we brought in EFT. And I'll always be so thankful for having this modality. So now I mostly coach women who have been diagnosed with ADHD, probably later on in life. As you know, the amount of women that I'm getting who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, late 30s, who are coming to me and saying, finally, I've got these answers, you know, the answers that I've been questioning all my life, which has contributed to who I was at school, at university, in my job, in my career, in my relationships. I never understood really what contributed to all these different factors and now I understand and ADHD in women is highly nuanced it's so varied but also so many different traits that we all relate to and obviously I'd love to be able to tell you more about this and this is why I'm going to be starting a new podcast and this new podcast is going to be called the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast And I'm really, really proud of this title because not only does it say exactly what it does on the tin, it also is what I'm doing right now in my coaching business. It's allowing me to talk to amazing and very credible global thought leaders, experts, authors, doctors, coaches, psychologists, about all the things that I have been working on as a well-being and lifestyle coach, as well as um, an EFT practitioner with my clients. Things that I've been dealing with for myself, that I've been trying, you know, navigating without having this diagnosis, without understanding myself, but knowing that I had to put in boundaries. I had to look after my well-being and lifestyle because if I didn't, my mental health would really suffer. And I couldn't understand why I was so sensitive to so many different things, why I was had to be so protective of my energy. And the ADHD was the answer. Now, I don't want to stick labels and everything. And I'm very keen to work outside of ADHD diagnosis because there's a lot of women out there that perhaps think or suspect they may have ADHD, but maybe aren't going to go and have that full diagnosis. There might be women that don't want to know, but can really relate. And there is a school of thought that You don't have to be called ADHD, but there's lots of ADHD symptoms and traits that you have lived with. So however you want to label it, I want to be able to bring in lots of advice and guidance and also conversations, really just opening up that conversation of how can I live my best life? How can I live more fulfilled, more content, happy, calm, balanced? These are all the words I hear time and time again. I just want to feel calm. I just want to feel this calm flow when I wake up and not get to the end of the day and feel like I've not achieved anything. I've not been productive. I've not done what I needed to do to to look after myself and my mental health. And a lot of these women who I'm coaching, who I'm speaking to are busy women. You know, they've got careers, they've got children. 
they are wanting to achieve. There is this internal drive that is pushing them to succeed, but sometimes it is at the detriment of their their health. And I want to be able to help you marry the two. I want to help you acknowledge and accept and be aware of perhaps some of the struggles and some of the the things that you do contend with on a daily basis and know that it's okay and feel enough anyway and accept that this is just the way you are. This is the way you are wired and this is the way your brain works and there's lots of different ways that we can bypass those neural pathways. We can learn new habits, we can teach ourselves to think differently and a lot of this is mindset work and overriding thoughts and beliefs that we have held with us for for many years. A lot of it is conditioning as well. It's a huge amount of societal but also familial conditioning of the way our parents and and siblings and friends spoke to us back in school when we weren't quite fitting in those boxes. So we will be discussing all of this on the ADHD Women's Wellbeing podcast. So I don't want you to feel that you have to have ADHD to listen to this, but perhaps you've got a member of your family who's got ADHD, a female member of your family. Perhaps you've got a daughter that's been diagnosed and you suspect that maybe your mum or your auntie or your cousin has it. There's a huge connection genetically. If there's a, a member of someone's family with ADHD, you will be um, very, very right in saying that there'll be someone very, you know, close to you that also has it. There's something like an 80% chance of it. So maybe this is just an awareness opportunity for you to learn a bit more and to recognise what these traits are, that they can and do look very different to men and boys. Sorry, I'm just having a drink because you might have noticed that I've got a sore throat. But I wanted to put this this out there because the longer I waited, the more restless I became. And this is just another example of being, you know, I, I had to look after myself, my boundaries. But I got to a point where I was like, no, this podcast needs to come out. And if people are going to listen to me with a hoarse voice, then so be it, because it needs to come out. And it was weighing on my mind. And this mental exhaustion of overthinking and ruminating and pondering can lead to a physical exhaustion as well. So you might just relate to always having this kind of these thoughts and voices in your head and overthinking, just constantly going over things in your head that can contribute to you just feeling burnt out, can contribute to feeling irritable and angry and impatient and have emotional, you know, outburst and emotional dysregulation is a a big part of um, ADHD. And something else I work on, especially using tapping to bring down those emotions, to help us recognise what it is actually that's bothering us. Very often we can have an emotional outburst and we think it's the external trigger that's going on, such as the messy room or the untidy kitchen or the dishwasher hasn't been loaded again. But actually, there could be something going on within us that has triggered this emotional outburst. So we will be discussing all of this. And I really hope that you have enjoyed The Ambitious Mum. You've enjoyed the way I speak and interview my guests. And it will be very similar. It's going to be, you know, casual conversations, heart to heart, vulnerable conversations, really going into the depths of different topics and so far we've interviewed well I've interviewed women about hormones perimenopause 
cold water swimming, the impact that has on our stress levels, our cortisol, but also how it increases our dopamine. I have spoken to women about nutrition, lifestyle, movement, so many different conversations, boundaries. That So if you listen to my first episode of the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast, you will see that I interview the boundary queen, Nancy Levin. She's incredible. And it doesn't have to just be an ADHD thing, but very often we have quite difficult I guess we we find it difficult to set our boundaries because we like to people please. We are probably perfectionists and we like to help. We put a lot of our energy into helping others. So I talk about the impact of not having boundaries on um, burnout and our stress levels and our well-being and our mental health. So I just wanted to close this episode now and just thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart for being there, for sending me your comments and your reviews, for telling me what resonated because this is what kept me going. And to be honest, it's been just as much as a learning process for me as perhaps maybe for you in some of these episodes. And I honestly can't wait to carry on diving into all the things that interest me in the new podcast. So if you are interested, you can go straight over wherever you listen to your podcasts and search for the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. And if you just subscribe and you can like, and I would obviously be hugely grateful if you could leave me a rating and a review because that really does help lots of other people find the podcast. As the awareness grows for ADHD in women and girls, the level of diagnoses being requested is also growing. And I'm very conscious of that because there's a huge waiting list, especially if you can't afford to go privately. So in the meantime, if you are waiting for this diagnosis and you are wanting answers, then I urge you to to sign up for the, the podcast because so many answers will be revealed because I will be speaking to worldwide experts really who have been working in this field of understanding women with ADHD for a very long time. So if you want these answers and you want to learn more, this is definitely the place for you. So on that note, I want to thank you again for being on this ambitious mum journey and I hope that you will join me on my next journey with the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) 